Welcome to Bite Size SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to. Where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow in 10 minutes or less. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below, so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich Young. Today is Monday, February 28th, 2022. Coming up. Fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story 1. Google on the SEO impact of changing website hosting location. Story 2. Reddit adds a Discover tab for finding communities, new navigation. Story 3. LinkedIn previews new post analytics as well as a new reaction emoji. If you're ready, let's get into it. For our first story of the day, this one's brought to you by Matt G. Southern of Tech Search Engine Journal. Google addresses whether changing your website hosting provider to one in a new location can impact SEO and search rankings. This topic is addressed in the latest installment of the Ask Google Bot video series on YouTube. The following question is submitted to Google search advocate John Mueller. Quote, does migrating to a website hosting location affect SEO? For example, an Australian website migrating its hosting location from Australia to US. End quote. In response, Mueller says there will initially be some changes to how Google treats a site following a hosting change. Does that involve anything that affects search rankings? Well, Google will slow down crawling at first. Mueller says that the biggest changes you're likely to notice after changing website hosts is a slowdown in crawling. That's done to make sure Google won't cause any problems by crawling the site too frequently. Regulating crawling will resume once Google learns there won't be any issues within doing so. Mueller adds this will happen regardless of the hosting change you make. Whether you're moving to a hosting provider in the same location or a new location, Google will be cautious with how much it crawls the site. Website loading time may be impacted. Moving website hosting to a new location may impact how fast the site loads for users. If a majority of visitors live further away from where the website is hosted, that could lead to a noticeably slower user experience. In turn, that could affect the speed and page experience ranking factors. Mueller continues, quote, One practical effect you might notice is that larger geographic moves can affect how quickly a website loads for users. Due to physics and computer networking, it can take longer to reach a server that's far away. Depending on how strongly this is visible, that can play a role in speed and the page experience ranking factor for a website. End quote. Possible solution. Host your website in multiple locations. To avoid the possibility of your website loading time being adversely impacted, you could consider hosting your website on servers in multiple locations. Content delivery networks, CDNs, often do this, and depending on the hosting platform you're using, your site may be on multiple servers already. Mueller explains, Website server location not used for geotargeting. The location of your website host is not used for geotargeting. So your search engines in a particular geographic area will not be impacted as a result of changing website hosts. Mueller concludes his response, quote, With regards to SEO, the service location is not used for geotargeting. If you want your website to target users in a specific location, you would need to use either the country code top-level domain or the appropriate setting in Google Search Console, end quote. In summary, changing the location of your website host will have a temporary impact on crawling and has the potential to adversely impact loading time. 
This type of change will not impact SEO when it comes to geotargeting. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Matt's article in the show notes. All right, our second story of the day. This one's brought to you by Sarah Perez of TechCrunch. Reddit today is launching the first major change to its mobile app in over two years with the addition of a new Discover tab, offering personalized recommendations as well as a revamped navigation system that includes new community and profile menus where users can quickly access and reorganize their subscriptions or access their profile settings. The company said it heard from users that they wanted a better way to explore their interests, which prompted the decision to introduce the Discover tab. Reddit today has more than 100,000 active communities, but many of them are still underexposed. The new Discover tab will now sit to the immediate right of the home button on Reddit's mobile app for iOS and Android. In this section, you'll be presented with a visually engaging vertical feed of subreddit recommendations, either based on popularity, if you're a brand new Reddit user, or based on your engagement patterns. Specifically, Reddit will take into consideration things like subscriptions you already have and where you spend the most time to make its recommendations. For example, if you subscribe to a lot of baseball subreddits and spend time in several football subreddits, the app may recommend other sports communities. If you're a new user, Google will make suggestions of popular communities until it gains a little more signal about your interests. What Reddit won't do, however, is leverage any sort of understanding of user demographics like age, location, or gender for its recommendations. As you scroll down the Discover tab, you'll see photos, GIFs, and videos in small rectangular or square boxes overlaid with the name of the community they represent. This choice to use rich multimedia is meant to bring more sight, sound, and motion to the often text-heavy Reddit app. This new feature will also allow you to refine your suggestions as you go by long pressing on a tile, then selecting options like show me more of this content, show me less of that content, and hide that content. Across the top of the new section are high-level categories like technology, animals, sports, history, hobbies, and many more so you can explore areas beyond your current interests directly. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Sarah's article in the show notes. All right, our final story of the day. This one was brought to you by Andrew Hutchinson of Social Media Today. LinkedIn's looking to provide more insight into content performance via new post analytic tools, which will show you details about the members that are reading your LinkedIn updates, how many reactions each has received, and more. The new analytics will provide more specific insight into who exactly is reading your posts, filterable by job title, industry, location, and more. That could be a great way to ensure that your content is resonating with the people you want to reach. And if you have defined personas for your personal branding or marketing efforts, this could be a simple means to cross-check your audience and refine your strategy based on the data provided. Cohen shared the preview as part of a broader update of LinkedIn's work on updating various platform features in response to user feedback. In addition to this, Cohen also outlined LinkedIn's development of newer tech trends, including the potential of NFTs in the app. Quote, when we think of any new technology, we start with the needs of our members and customers and how we can best connect them to economic opportunity. Then we look at how we can best leverage innovative technologies to help meet those needs. The topics of crypto, NFT, blockchain, and metaverse are all discussed frequently at LinkedIn as we continue to look for better ways to enhance your experience. End quote. So nothing on that front yet, but Cohen did also share one other interesting note 
a new reaction emoji is coming. Quote, One of the top requests we got was for a laughing emoji reaction. We hear you loud and clear and we agree. Humor is indeed a serious business. End quote. I guess that's not an official confirmation, but it seems pretty close. For reference, LinkedIn added the support reaction in June 2020 in response to posts about the pandemic, building on the original five reaction options. And soon, you'll have a laughing face response too, unless it replaces one of these. We'll keep you updated on any progress. But post analytics is the most significant update, and with LinkedIn continuously seeing record levels of engagement and set to even more activity in the post-COVID recovery, additional data like this could be a big help in maximizing your platform strategy. You can check out Andrew's article in the show notes for more information. That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve Tapa style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host, Rich Ong, and I'll see you on the flip side.